Hello, I'm Matt McMurray, driver of the number 45 Algarve Pro Racing Lee J LMP2 prototype in the 2017 24 Hours of Omaha, and you're listening to Speedway Sounds with Noah Stein on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Hello car fanatics in Irvine, Orange County, California, the United States, and around the world. It's time for the most famous words of Thanksgiving. Let's eat! This week on Speedway Sounds, the Thanksgiving special. I invited several of my show guests to give their thanks, including hashtag anteaters and racing drivers Samantha Tan and Matt McMurray, as well as F1 analyst Tristan Cortez, sports car fanatic Jake Moritz, and IndyCar and IMSA race control official and motorsport artist Jim Swintall. Between their words of thanks, I'll tell some of the greatest heartwarming stories to come out of this year in motorsport. All that and more this week on Speedway Sounds. Good morning, everyone, and happy Thanksgiving. Welcome to your dose of motorsport for the holiday to go with the turkey and pumpkin pie. Today is all about giving thanks and retelling the best, most heartwarming stories from the 2017 season in motorsport so that we can thank those who make cars and racing a lifelong passion for every one of us. Let's begin with the story of this year's Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series champion, Martin Truex Jr. He won the Ford EcoBoost 400-mile race at the Homestead Miami Speedway last Sunday, by less than a one second over Kyle Busch, securing the title for himself and the Furniture Row Racing number 78 team in the winner-take-all championship finale. This is Truex's first championship, and it is a story of incredible perseverance through sorrow, tragedy, and intense personal and professional hardships. Truex of Mayetta, New Jersey, began his minor league racing career in the early 2000s with the help of his father, Martin Truex Sr., a local short track racer. He ascended through the ranks of the NASCAR North Series and began his National Series career in the Xfinity Series in 2001 with a few one-off races. In 2003, the brand new team Chance 2 Motorsports hired him part-time. Joining Chance 2, founded by Teresa Earnhardt and Dale Earnhardt Jr., brought him almost immediate success. In 2004, he and the team ran full-time, winning six races and the 2004 Xfinity Championship. He won six more races in 2005 and repeated as champion, earning him a promotion to the Dale Earnhardt Incorporated Cup team and the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series, driving the number one Chevrolet. In 2007, he won his first cup race at Dover and advanced to the playoffs that year. Clearly, Martin Truex Jr. had the talent, but at that point, his career plateaued. He finished 23rd in the cup standings in 2009, and after that season, he left the reformed Earnhardt Ganassi racing team for the number 56 Toyota and Michael Waltrip Racing in 2010. However, the move didn't produce results as expected. He finished 22nd in the standings in 2010 and 18th in 2011. His second win evaded him until Sonoma 2013, six years after that Dover win. At that point, 
a major controversy radically transformed his career path. Like every year in the playoff era, the last race to compete for a spot in the playoffs is the race at Richmond International Raceway. At the end of the 2013 regular season and the Richmond race, Martin Truex Jr. earned enough points to earn a wild card spot in that year's playoffs. But when NASCAR investigated the race, it determined that Michael Waltrip Racing ordered Clint Boyer, Truex's teammate, to spin his car to cause a caution with less than 10 laps to go. This allowed Truex to gain positions over his rival for the spots, Jeff Gordon. On top of that, the team also brought the number 55 of Brian Vickers to pit road, giving Truex just enough points to make it into the playoffs. NASCAR imposed an unprecedented penalty, which eliminated Truex from the playoffs. That wasn't the worst of it, though. His sponsor, Napa Auto Parts, also ended its association with Michael Waltrip Racing, forcing Truex out of the team and forcing the number 56 car to no longer run after 2013. Leaving Michael Waltrip Racing may have been the blessing in disguise Truex needed, as I'll explain soon, but Truex first needed to deal with his biggest challenge yet. His girlfriend of nine years, Sherry Pollux, was diagnosed with ovarian cancer, stage 3. She had surgery to remove the affected organs only one week later, in 2014. Truex said at the time to USA Today in October, It's been a roller coaster ride. It changes daily. You go through all different emotions from sad to mad. Why the heck? Why us? But at the end of the day, we're no different from anybody else who's had cancer. At first, I was shocked, he said. I thought I was dreaming. It puts things in perspective real quick. All this stuff I've been mad about before and thought was a big deal, it's nothing. Sherry Pollock said at the time that she had a 30% chance of defeating the cancer. 2015 was a major success for both Sherry and Martin Truex Jr. Treatment sent her cancer into remission, allowing her to celebrate at the Pocono Raceway in June when Truex won his third career cup race and his first race with Furniture Row Racing. Truex had his best season, advancing all the way to the championship round, and he finished fourth that year. In 2016, he and Furniture Row Racing switched to Toyota and immediately skyrocketed in performance. He won the Coca-Cola 600 in the most dominating performance in the race's history. He also won three more races, but was eliminated early on in the playoffs in 2016. This year, Truex and Furniture Row didn't slow down at all. He won in race number three of the season at Las Vegas, as well as Kansas, Kentucky, and the road course race at Watkins Glen. In many of the races he didn't win, he dominated the opening stages, allowing him to clinch dozens of playoff points and the regular season championship this year. But at Kentucky, it was announced that Sherry Pollock's cancer returned, forcing her to have additional surgery and more treatments. This didn't stop Truex's season, though. Pollock said to NASCAR.com in July, I feel like it's God rewarding him with this success for him being such an amazing person. Everything you've worked for your whole life is finally coming to fruition. You're with a manufacturer that's good, you and your crew chief are good, him and Cole Pern are such a good combination, and that team. It's the closest-knit group of guys I've ever been around. They have told me so many times that there's no other guy in that garage we would want behind the wheel of that race car than him. The positive mentality kept the team on the top of the standings as the playoffs approached, but the hits kept coming for the number 78 team in 2017. Before the Watkins Glen race victory, the 78 car's crew chief Cole Pern lost his best friend to an aggressive bacterial infection. When Truex won, Cole Pern gave the checkered flag from the race to his best friend's sons at the funeral.
When the playoffs arrived, the number 78 team continued to excel. They and Truex won the first race at Chicagoland, advancing them to round number two. They followed that up with winning Charlotte, advancing them to round number three. At race number six of the playoffs in Kansas, the team was hit with another tragedy. Crew member and fabricator Jim Watson passed away of a heart attack the night before the race. Even with this on everyone's mind, they still won the race in Kansas, securing Truex enough points to lock himself into the finale a few weeks later. The story isn't over yet. Team owner Barney Visser also suffered a heart attack as well, the day before the penultimate race. Thankfully, Visser survived, but he was forced to miss the championship finale. Last Sunday, Truex and the number 78 car showed the speed they had all year. They still had to earn it from a hard-charging Kyle Busch in the last 30 laps, but they won the race and the championship, capping off the biggest tragedy to triumph story in motorsport this year. On TV, amidst the celebration, Sherry Pollock summed it up well, saying, I told Martin, that's why you never give up. Between these amazing stories, I want to play clips from the guests of Speedway Sounds this year, giving thanks. I'll start with my first two guests. My first recording is from Jim Swintall of IndyCar and IMSA, from right here in Irvine, California. Here are his thoughts for the unsung heroes of motorsports, all of the volunteers. Hello everyone, this is Jim Swintell, race control communicator for the Verizon IndyCar Series and the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. We really try to appreciate everything that comes our way during the racing season, but at Thanksgiving, I want to give a shout out to all of our volunteers all over the world that make our events happen and they do it for no other reason than they really love the sport. Maybe it's taking tickets, crowd control, keeping the paddock moving, flagging on the corners, or responding to incidents to keep our drivers and teams safe, but these special people are there in any kind of weather and work long hours with almost no recognition. Racing would not be where it is without them. I also want to thank Noah for all the hard work he does to produce Speedway Sounds for KUCI. So please keep listening, everyone, and please have a happy set of holidays. Thank you so much, Jim Swintall, for contributing to the show today. Really appreciate it. And, and Jim is definitely right about the marshals and volunteers. They deserve a lot of credit, and they definitely deserve to be thanked on this special day of Thanksgiving. My next recording is from hashtag and Racing driver Samantha Tan. She's a UC Irvine economics student and a race car driver in the Pirelli World Challenge. And here are her thoughts. I think it's hard for me to think of every single thing I'm grateful and thankful for right at this moment, but I will try my best to outline most of them. I'm thankful for my family for always being there for me no matter what, including my dog. I'm thankful for my best friends for keeping me grounded and sane and for making me laugh, which basically just means tagging me in memes or snapchatting me close-ups of their faces. I'm thankful for music and good books and coffee. I'm thankful for being Canadian. I'm thankful for the privileges I have, such as the ability to pursue a higher education and the freedom to pursue my passions like piano and art and racing. I'm thankful for my race team and their ability to put a smile on my face even when I'm super stressed about school. I'm thankful for my fans and followers for supporting me and my dreams. I'm thankful for my 1M for taking me on so many late night adventures and for basically being like another best friend. 
I'm thankful for sushi and pizza and most importantly chicken nuggets and also Cyber Monday because I can finally build a gaming computer and not have 20 frames per second. I'm thankful for the adventures I've had from traveling like hikes in Hawaii with my mom or ripping through Italy's rural roads in an Alfa Romeo 4C with my dad or sitting in the pouring rain in Singapore to watch a Formula One race. I'm thankful for love because it comes in such great amounts in every part of my life. And last but not least, I'm eternally grateful to my parents for giving me the opportunity to experience all these things, for loving me and supporting me always. So happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I hope you have an awesome weekend. Thank you so much, Samantha Tan, for sending that in. I definitely agree. Cars can be our friends when we need them. On to the next story for this Thanksgiving special. My next inspirational story is a bit shorter, but no less powerful. The main character is a young British racing driver aspiring to become the next open-wheel legend, but he suffered a major setback this year. His name is Billy Monger. Monger from Charlwood, Surrey, UK, was 17 years old in April of this year when he was racing in the British Formula 4 Championship. He was in the beginning of his second year in the championship. In 2016, he competed in all but one round for JHR Developments, a team specializing in junior league racing. Monger earned a pole position and three podium finishes, two at Thruxton Circuit and one at Rockingham Motor Speedway, finishing 12th in that year's standings. This year, he started the season earning more than half of his 2016 points total in just four races, with a podium at Brands Hatch and the first race at Donington Park. At that race weekend in Donington Park, however, Billy Monger's life changed forever. During race three, a car running ahead of him stopped on the racetrack. Donington Park is a relatively narrow track with no apron or paved space to leave the course, just grass. The driver did not pull off the track. Several cars ahead of Monger darted out of the way in time, but Monger was not expecting a stopped car in his path. He had no time to avoid and rammed into the back of the stopped car at 120 miles per hour. The cockpit protection of the Formula 4 car was not intended to take impacts of that magnitude. It took rescue crews two hours to extract him from his car. His leg sustained too much damage to save and had to be amputated. While he was fighting for his life, the onboard video of the crash sent shockwaves around the world of motorsport, and the people of this world responded with messages of hope and encouragement. The race team set up a crowdfunding page with the hopes of raising enough money to cover Monger's medical expenses, and it set a goal of 260,000 British pounds. Racing's biggest stars spread the word, including British F1 champions Lewis Hamilton and Jensen Button. Donations quickly surpassed that goal, and as of today, 841,000 British pounds were donated to support Monger's recovery. This is without question the biggest evidence of the generosity of the racing community and its fanatics. Billy Monger began his recovery just after his 18th birthday, saying, I definitely want to take the positives out of this and make sure that I use it in a positive way for the rest of my life now. I've still got a few years in me for sure, so I want to prove how much you can do, even with something like this. He started his quest to push the limits of his handicap by walking part of the Brands Hatch circuit on prosthetics on a charity walk just last month. He said then, my main aim is to get back to racing and not only to compete, but to be as competitive and, dr and drive to the same ability as before. He received further motivation when he met Frederic Sasse, the first quadriplegic driver to compete at the 24 Hours of Le Mans. Sasse successfully drove an LMP2 car with modified hand controls and shared the car with unaffected drivers, proving there is a future for drivers with disabilities in the world's biggest races. Lewis Hamilton invited Monger to attend the British Grand Prix this year as well, 
And to conclude this chapter of Billy Monger's story, he was honored with a special recognition at the Pride of Sports Awards in London just yesterday. I'm eager to see what Billy Monger can do with his positivity and the backing of the motorsport world. My next Thanksgiving clip is from my friend, Cal State Long Beach student and sports car fanatic, Jake Moritz. He attended the Sports Car Grand Prix of Long Beach with Tristan and myself in April and came on the show the next week to talk about his experience. I had a great time at the Long Beach Grand Prix with the whole Speedway Sounds team. We all had an amazing time meeting the Mercedes and Porsche and Lamborghini drivers, and I think it was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. And I think, you know, getting to record that on Speedway Sounds was just, you know, a fantastic way to preserve that memory. I love the show. I love you guys. And, uh... I can't wait to see uh, what's next for Speedway Sound. So have a happy Thanksgiving, boys, and I'll see you all again soon. Thank you so much for that, Jake. I look forward to going to see another race with you soon and hopefully talking more about sports car racing in the future. One more clip before my next story. Tristan Cortez, Speedway Sound's F1 analyst, gives his thoughts on Thanksgiving. This Thanksgiving I'm thankful for, well, first of all, Noah Stein um, for giving me the opportunity to become part of his show. As the F1 analyst here, it's really a pleasure to um, have a platform, you know, talk about my biggest passion in Formula One and motorsport in general. So a really big thanks to him. And uh, also Mac McMurray as well, getting to know him. And also working with him on, on at Anita Racing this year has been really, really awesome. And just learning from him and kind of absorbing all the things that he has experience in racing and um, the technical side of it. I'm also thankful for thankful for all the people I've met being part of Anania Racing and although sometimes we give each other a hard time and we're you know sh- a lot of times stressed out you know trying to get the the car done and it's really been a pleasure working with all those guys and seeing seeing what it takes to to really have a project of that magnitude come to fruition and going to competition last year was another opportunity that I'm incredibly thankful for and yeah look forward to this year as well hopefully we can make a good car Um, and also thankful for my family as well always um, keeping my spirits up and supporting me even though um, I'm not uh, I'm not in close contact with them um, being here and on campus, but it's always nice to hear from them and hear positive things from them as well. Another thing I'm thankful for is kind of a little <laughs> side note. Um, Ferrari finally taking a challenge to Mercedes and somebody giving Mercedes a, some opposition, Formula One, as they've dominated pretty much uh, a lot of the sport for the for pretty much all of the hybrid era, so it was nice to see that. And also just thankful to all you listeners for tuning in every every week and making this show what it is what it is now and hopefully to see it grow in the future. Thanks so much, Tristan Cortez, for recording that. I definitely agree. This season was a lot more interesting because Ferrari took the fight to Mercedes for the majority of the year. Look forward to talking about the championship perhaps next week after the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix this weekend as well. I have one final clip of Thanksgiving from one of my guests on the show. This is from hashtag Anti-Dizen Racing Driver, UCI Aerospace Engineering student, 
and driver in the European Le Mans Series and IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, Matt McMurray. Here is thoughts on Thanksgiving. And then after that, one more inspirational story and my own words of Thanksgiving. All right, I'm thankful for Noah for having me on the show once again uh, and for being a good friend uh, and a good study partner and thankful for all the people who have helped me uh, achieve my goals in racing, uh, especially over the last couple of years, like uh, Stuart and Samantha Cox from Algarve Pro Racing uh, really gave me a great opportunity um, all season, even though we had some bad luck, especially at Le Mans. Uh, is still a great opportunity to be fighting against the pros in ELMS. I'm thankful also to Patrick Lindsay from Park Place Motorsports for letting me, for having me drive with them all for the last couple of years. It's been really fun, and we've had some good successes at Petite. Um, thankful uh, for my girlfriend Tyla. Uh, it's our four-year anniversary this Friday. Um, uh, thankful for my family for helping me with school and racing, uh, and everything else. Um, and I also thankful to be able to be a member of, uh, UCI's FSA team. That's a ton of fun. I'm learning so much about engineering the process. It's really awesome. Uh, I think those are the, the big things I'm thankful for. Thanks so much, Matt McMurray, for recording that, and congratulations on that anniversary. Thanks so much to everyone who contributed to today's show. It means a lot and makes this show so much better in honoring the meaning of Thanksgiving. And my last story for today is another comeback story from injury. In the 2014 Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona, an accident very similar to Billy Monger's occurred between the stalled GT Ferrari of Matteo Malicelli in the sunsetting hours and the Corvette Daytona prototype of Mamo Gidley. Gidley was driving into the blinding sunset and was unable to avoid ramming Malicelli's Ferrari. Both drivers were taken to the hospital, but Gidley's injuries to his back, left arm, and left leg required immediate surgery. The injuries, including 12 fractures, a broken back, and a, con- and a concussion, forced Gidley's recovery to take three years. But in February of 2017, he celebrated Mamo Back Driving Day with fans, family, and friends when he drove a go-kart for the first time at the Sonoma Raceway Kart Track. In September, he made his return to professional GT racing with TKO Motorsports at the final race of the Pirelli World Challenge GT season in Sonoma. He drove a Porsche 911 GT3, completing the 50-minute distance in both races that weekend. He came home in 13th in both races, a solid way to begin his comeback. Additionally, he returned to IMSA-sanctioned competition by driving a Grand Sport class car at the 4-hour Continental Sports Car Challenge race at the Mazda Raceway Laguna Seca. I was fortunate enough to meet Mamo there and watch him compete in the race. Gidley fully completed his comeback by returning to the Daytona International Speedway Road Course and competing at the historic 24 Hours of Daytona just a few weeks ago. He is now looking for full-time rides to return to motorsport and succeed in overcoming his serious injuries. Folks, thank you for tuning in this morning. This project of mine is just about 11 months old now. There have been amazing weeks dull weeks, and some weeks when I'm so busy with being a university student that I'm not on the air at all. Sometimes I'm well prepared and sound great, others I'm running into the studio, putting my headphones on, turning up the mic, and simply talking out of the info I'm remembering in my head. Despite this, KUCI is open and welcoming. 
As long as I fulfill my responsibilities to the station, I'm free to host the show in just about any format I want. The only pressure put on myself to make every show great is from my passion for great quality. I want to start my own Thanksgiving by recognizing those who helped me get to this point. Savannah Pecani, the KUCI training director in the fall of last year. I also want to thank the staff that I have worked with extensively from January to now. Lily Doe, former host of Where's the Chase and current host of Sounds Rich Mahogany as DJ Lilsdo, coming up right after this, by the way, as well as Mikhail Woodward of the show Beer Ambassadors. Also, Spartacus Savina, current productions manager, and Jeremy Bibbo, DJ Jericho, the programming director. Also, Kimberly Martin, the public affairs director. Most of all, I want to thank my mentor, Claudia Shambaugh. She has helped me get to know the way of public affairs shows through her professionalism and unlimited motivation to find the next great perspective. She, in particular, helped me open my mind to new ideas and taught me that the sky is the limit. Everyone I just mentioned has helped me in so many ways to make the show what it is now. For the show itself, its best weeks are when guests are involved. So thanks to all my guests I've had in this first year. Tristan, Matt, Dave Lindsay of SoCalCarCulture.com, Katie Robinson of Annie to Racing, Jim Swintall, Samantha Tan, Matt Clark of Annie to Racing, all the drivers at the Sports Car Vintage Racing Association event and the Global Time Attack competition at the Auto Club Speedway in Fontana. Also had uh, Director of Communications David Talley on the show. Thanks to him. Thanks to Kevin Bilby as well. I have to especially thank Matt, Tristan, and Samantha for taking time out of their very busy university and racing schedules to record interviews and segments for Speedway Sounds. I look forward to seeing how we can increase our collaborative impact heading into next year. Your voices on the show are extremely valuable, and I really appreciate every effort that you've put in to making this show what it is. Thank you to everyone who has taken the time to be part of the show in a variety of ways. Because you have more than validated my desire to be a radio host, you've made it something I want to do for the rest of my college years here if I can. I'm constantly looking for ways to bring the show to new heights. I wish I had the time to make Speedway Sounds a bigger experience and build a community out of it. When I have the time, that's exactly what I'll be working on. To my audience, thank you so much. Whether you are just tuning in for the first time today, or have been listening 90% of the year like my dad has, thanks dad, I hope you've enjoyed what you heard so far. Without you, this show and KUCI as a whole would not be what it is today. I wish I could thank each and every one of you in person, because I know you care about this station a ton. Most of all, I need to thank my family and friends both here at UC Irvine and at home in Apple Valley for their constant support. I've done almost four quarters of this show, and there's no slowing down yet. That's it for this week on Speedway Sounds. I'm your host, Noah Stein. Next week, I'll be talking about the conclusion of the FIA Formula One World Championship and previewing the Formula E Championship, the beginning of Season 4. Follow the show at Speedway Sounds, all one word on both Facebook and Twitter, for show previews and your opportunity to ask my guests a question. Also, you're welcome to use the hashtag AnteatersInRacing whenever we're talking about motorsport here on the UCI campus. Coming up next to begin the later morning's music programming, Sounds of Rich Mahogany with DJ Lilsdo here on KUCI. I'm Noah Stein, and thank you so much for listening to me talk about my lifelong passion this morning. I hope you'll always wear a helmet and never ever drive distracted or under the influence. And please always wear your seatbelt. You're listening to Speedway Sounds on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and enjoy your Thanksgiving day. Thanks so much.